Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Thin Within on the Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, also your host and also a Thin Within coach and partner to Heidi in all things Thin Within. We're so glad to have you here with us today. Welcome to Thin Within on the Go. Today, our title for our podcast is You Can't Make Me. You Otherwise, can't make me. Yeah, you can't. Otherwise known as you're not the boss of me. There you go. <laughs> you can't make me. Yes. Yeah, we thought it would be a, a good topic to s- talk about boundaries and mm. restrictions and rules. And oh, doesn't that sound like fun? You know, this doesn't sound like fun. Can we go back to joyful eating, Heidi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this really is good though. It it has a it has a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> and a happy middle too. It's just the beginning that's staying. It's just the beginning. So hang in there, hang in there. You can't yeah. make me. So Christina, why did we decide that this would be a good topic when we were kind of brainstorming ideas? What is our rationale here? Is there one? <laughs> Well, I mean, to be honest, I have been hearing so much all around me. Here we are in the middle of January, and I'm hearing people say all the time, you know, I need to go back on a diet. I need to try this. I need to restrict this. I got to throw this out the window. I am such a failure. Here I am. They're panicking. They're panicking. Here I am at the beginning of a new year. I'm bigger than ever, or I'm the same size that I was last year. I'm freaking out. This is what I'm hearing from people all around me. And so it brings up in me the old, old thoughts and the old, you know, ideas where I feel a little bit of panic too, to be very (laughs) honest. Yeah, I mean, it does. It brings me back to the old days for me, which was about eight years ago and before that. (laughs) Um, really does though. And it makes me there. I get this sense inside of me that makes me feel I'm like, I'm trapped. Mm. I used to be so trapped. And so what I want to do is break out and I get into fight mode. And so what you said, Heidi, when you said, you can't make me, me." that's exactly (laughs) it. Because I feel like I want to break out of restrictions you know, somebody is tying me down, telling me what to do. I want to break out. And and I think that you're not alone in that. In fact, I think a lot of our listeners can identify with the fact that they've, you know, the new year comes and they come out with, I need a new set of rules. I need a new plan. Yes. We call it a plan. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) many plans. I've had so many plans. And then, and what are those plans doing? They're telling us what to do. And when it, and so often, this is the thing I think that gets me so often we have never stopped and asked God, is this plan that I'm jumping onto your plan for me? Or is it just something that sounds really good to me? Have I, let's hold everything. Have I asked the Lord, Lord, what is your will for me in this? Is Mm -hmm. this your plan plan for me? Are these your boundaries? Well, I don't know. Did you ever feel this way, Heidi? It's kind of like this desperate, this desperation where it's like, 
I am ready to just grab at something that is mm-hmm. colorful and exciting awesome. and has a lot of exclamation points <laughs> and just, you know, <laughs> it looks like I can grab onto it and it's going to somehow save me from feeling so desperate. I remember it so well. Did you? Yeah. Give me boxes to check. Give me boxes to check. But we get these, um, these special challenges at work or uh, with a group of friends, maybe at the gym. Mm -hmm. And we are going to all do this plan together and we're going to check in and check our boxes and who and we're going to put money in some sort of a kitty so that somebody wins get stuck in a plan and and then feel frustrated by it yeah and I can't tell you how many times I did all of those things um so many years so many years yeah and there was uh for me I think there was even more of a panic because my birthday has just passed (laughs) you know my birthday is at the very end of the year and so here comes new year's and I don't know I think a lot of us think of our birthday like okay let's look back on the last year and let's see if we met our goals you know (laughs) or let's see how we're doing and every January would come and it's like oh my gosh you know I'm in the same place or worse I'm even more panicked now because I'm a year older and everything is the same or worse so what ends up happening when we take on a whole new list of of rules or restrictions or a plan if you will what there's something that goes on inside of us sometimes i think that we can by the skin of our teeth kind of uh, um grit and determination uh abide by those rules for a certain right. amount of time yeah but there's always this chafing this you can't make me but i'm gonna let you for a little while yeah or something you know or you're not the boss of me but i'm on board for now mm-hmm. and i don't know if if i've ever experienced taking on a new quote plan when i didn't have that oh man do i have to feeling mm-hmm. or the last meal before the new plan. And I just go ape overeating to prepare, if you will, for the new plan, because I know I'm going to have to give up everything Yes, with and within we are in a totally, it's a new dispensation. It's a new way of approaching food, eating in our bodies. And it's so peaceful because it's not a plan for now until I lose the weight it's something I can live with for the rest of my life. And that's what all the plans out there claim is this is a new way of life. This is a lifestyle. Yeah. Where you deny yourself this or that, and you have to eat this or that, and you have to do this many minutes of exercise, et cetera, et cetera. You're not the boss of me. The only boss of me is the Lord Jesus Christ. And what is he calling me to? Right. Well, and I think you, one of the things that I'm thinking of as you're talking is how extreme all of these things are that are being, you know, we're bombarded with. There's an extreme about it. It's like, you know, don't eat all of this, you know, don't do this, eat this at only this time, you know, uh, take this entire food group out of your diet. Right. I mean, it's so for me, I, I can just say for me, it was so impossible to sustain something mm-hmm. so extreme. Right. And it right. didn't, it didn't feel ever like it was the right thing. Because you know, when you think about God's creation, what he has made in the way that he 
um, interacts with us in his word and interacts with people that, you know, we see examples of that in his word, you know, he is a God of order. He -hmm. is a God of beauty. He, the way he puts things together, there's not this kind of extreme feeling of chaos. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think Psalm 16, six says it so beautifully Mm -hmm. and it says the boundary lines, and these are of course, boundary lines that God has given us have Mm -hmm. fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I really think that the the peace that is captured in that verse Mm -hmm. is God's vision for our lives. We were wired for Shalom. And I keep saying that, and I will keep saying it till the end of all my days, (laughs) but it's like, if I am chafing against some external set of guidelines or rules or whatever you call them, a plan, then maybe that isn't from God for me. Mm -hmm. And I need to ask him, what is for me? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we come out of dieting. When we do come out of dieting, we come out with this sense of, I, I, I need my boxes to check. And then, mm-hmm. then it's scary for some people because they yeah. don't have boxes to check anymore. Yes. I was just and, thinking the same thing. Right. But think about what happens when we are on our extreme restrictive plans, it's all or nothing. And you're either failing or you're succeeding and mm-hmm. you're not there's, there's no room for learning and redeeming of our missteps. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the wonderful things. The peaceful things about thin within is that we come into thin within leaving shackles, yes. we leave the shackles of restrictive mm-hmm. rules behind. And we come in with a sense of freedom and anticipation and then somebody comes to the keys to conscious eating, for instance, and think, oh, say you have rules too. Christina, <laughs> you say to somebody who said, say you have these eight rules, these eight, <laughs> you call them keys to conscious eating, but I call them rules. I had someone just a few weeks ago come to me and say, this whole thin within thing is just really scary to me, Christina. Yeah. I yeah. want you to give me restrictions. Um, can you please give me restrictions? I can give her a restriction. Yes. I restrict you from being restricted. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that we joke about it. Of course, there is a very real fear there that Heidi and I have both experienced for many, many years. Um, that if somebody doesn't tell us how to do this, if somebody doesn't restrict us and give us those boxes to check off, We are going to be completely out of control, completely off the rails, because that's what's happened to us again and again and again, many, 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 many times. Um, But but the good news is that's what I experienced prior to 22 years ago. That's what Christina mm -hmm. experienced up until what, eight years ago or something like that. Yeah. And so for me, I was really good at checking the boxes, Mm. but until I wasn't. And then, so for me, I was your classic pendulum swinging person over here. I could follow the rules and I could lose the weight and I could check the boxes and woohoo. But then 
I could even just be sick for the day or the kids might have decided to have tantrums about something and that's it. I'm eating over that. And then I'm a failure. So I swing to the other side of that pendulum and then it would take a while to recover from that. And I never really learned from those stumbles. I just felt like, Oh, now I've got to go back to the restrictions and, and somebody else is the boss of me and I can't Mm -hmm. stand that. And here I go again. Yeah. yeah, right. that is a way to live. Be no, safe. it's an awful, awful way. It's a, it's, I mean, I remember just feeling so weighted down by shame. Mm. It's like, this is just awful. Like I mm. am so full of shame for continuing in this, this cycle um, mm. with guilt and shame. Um, so when, when this person came to me and we were talking about restrictions and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, this is exactly where I used to be. I really understand it. And I know you do too, Heidi, we can relate. We were there for a long time. And I said, you know, what's really exciting about thin within is that we can replace the word restrictions, which is a word that feels like you're trapped and you're mm-hmm. stuck and you can't move and you want to break out and you say, um, you know, you can't make me that's restrictions, but let's switch that over. Let's re, um, reframe. reframe. Yeah. Reframe, um, this whole thing and let's use the word boundaries instead, God given boundaries. And mm-hmm. what are those like those actually bring life Mm-hmm. They bring freedom. They bring peace. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they bring, Heidi? Well, I in Fresh Wind, Fresh Desire on page 31, and says, God-given boundaries protect and esteem what is prized. Mm-hmm. And you are, and I am, we're prized by our Lord. And so he gives us his good and pleasant boundaries that have fallen in pleasant places. Like Psalm 16, six says, Mm -hmm. because he prizes us, he wants to keep external negative, dangerous forces, if you will, from being able to come in. And he wants to keep us from wandering away mindlessly into something that will cause us harm. I remember when uh, I lived in cool and we had a golden retriever. We lived in a beautiful, cool California. It was out in the country basically. And we owned some forest property, but we had a yard that was fenced in with no climb fencing. So you could see through it, um, for the dog. And one day I heard her barking up a storm and she was on the right side of the fence where she was supposed to be and on the other side of the fence and like only a foot away from her, but with the fence between the two of them was a buck with a rack. Mm. And he was, they were challenging each other. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this boundary, this fence line. I know she would love to have the freedom to run and play everywhere in the forest. She has total freedom within that fence line Mm -hmm. to play and run and chase squirrels and all of that. There's all kinds of freedom within the fence line, but had she been outside the fence line, I have no doubt that that buck would have harmed her with his antlers potentially. And that just, God showed me that that was such a great picture Mm -hmm. of his intention 
for his boundaries for me. It's mm. not that you can't make me, you're not the boss of me. I don't have to feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lord, I welcome your sweet, your loving, your protective boundaries for my life because mm-hmm. you care about mm-hmm. me. You prize me. I'm your treasured possession. And that's what these are for. Yes. Oh, I love that, Heidi. I love the way you describe that. That's exactly it. And so then when I start thinking about boundaries um, as opposed to restrictions, and I start thinking about things that I value, mm-hmm. things that I prize, yeah. you know, immediately my mind goes to my kids when they were little. And now that they're older, I mean, it's, yes, I think about similar things, but when they were little, you know, one of my biggest jobs was to protect them, make sure they were protected and they had boundaries and those were good. And we had a beautiful yard for them to play in and we had a cozy home for them to be in. But we, you know, I wasn't going to just leave the door wide open so my toddlers could run out the door. (laughs) I mean, you think about that. Um, And then what else do I prize and esteem in my life? My marriage, that's really a big one. Relationships, friendships, you know, Mm -hmm. things I would never, I have boundaries, things I would never say to someone that I care about. Um, And so, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so God's boundaries for his children are actually pleasant, which we just read in Psalm 16, 6 zero to five eating. So eating between the boundaries of physical hunger and satisfaction or that place of just right, that's actually a delightful boundary. Mm. Actually um, a place where we can experience real freedom. And Mm. without those boundaries, we won't experience that freedom. Yeah. We'll run into harm. Yeah. I like to think of it like that fence line for our golden retriever. There was all kinds of fun stuff. There were bushes that she could prowl around in and she could chase the (laughs) gophers and, and the squirrels. I mean, there was plenty of freedom to do all kinds of great things. There were turkeys that would fly into the backyard. She could chase. (laughs) I mean, there was a there was good time to be had there for sure. (laughs) And if she spent her time always looking on the other side of the fence, as though that is where true freedom is, that's where the fun is. She would never have been able to rest and enjoy what was provided for her. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that is what we tend to do. First of all, when we think of the word boundary, we bring it, we think of it as restrictive. Mm -hmm. That is not the case at all. It's protective. Let's kind of reframe it from restrictive to protective. And then we can see that God intends for boundaries to be in our lives. Gosh, the, just the way life is, we have boundaries everywhere. Uh, The road, for instance, we know that if there's a double yellow line down the center of the road, we Mm want to stay on in the U S anyway, we stay on the right side (laughs) of those double yellow lines. If I don't, I might get into some harm for sure. Mm -hmm. And and there's all kinds of other boundaries. I mean, when you think about it, there's, if you're catch a, a train or a light rail or a subway, there is yeah, you don't want to cross that red line because you could get whacked by the train, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And so those boundaries are there for our benefit. And the same is true of the boundaries God has given us for food and eating and relating to 
food and eating in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within, within we call these the keys to conscious eating. Christine and I are just going to read them off because some people listening in may not have ever heard that these are mm-hmm. our keys to conscious eating and they are not rules. They are not restrictions. They are not requirements. Right. They are guidelines. I think you'll see that these are God-given. So the first one is wait until you're hungry to eat. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's a boundary. Normal. It's a life-giving boundary. Um, number two, eat in a calm environment by reducing distractions. We were wired for shalom and we digest better when we practice peace. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that sounds really good. Number three, eat when sitting down. Wow. So, <laughs> not standing, not running, not yeah. <laughs> driving <laughs> relax take a load off <laughs> yeah, I love that. okay number four eat when your body and mind are relaxed <sighs> okay all those things i'm dealing with and that stress you know let that come down let your body mm-hmm. relax before mm-hmm. you eat right and number five well this is christine is my favorite it's my favorite it's your favorite too <laughs> eat and drink only the things that your body loves yes mm. this, this all sounds so good we've got three more yeah it sounds really really good okay number six pay attention only to your food while eating okay yeah tasting and i'm gonna be enjoying i'm gonna be actually you know enjoying the food <laughs> that sounds great and number seven, eat slowly, savoring each bite. Mm-hmm. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, stop before your body is full. I hate the feeling of full. I hate the feeling of overeating. Oh, I just hate it. Yeah. See, I love these keys because they even sound peaceful. They mm-hmm. even sound like invitations. They don't mm-hmm. sound like you better do this or else. And that's my tendency. I want you to tell me what to do or else, because I want to know in my pride that I've accomplished it. I've done it. But no, God says, be at peace, child. Be at peace. Wait until your body's hungry. Eat sitting down. Remove distractions. Be relaxed. Savor the flavors and eat slowly and mindfully. And then stop before you stopped. Yeah, when you've had just enough. Yeah. It really I is. Know. I mean, these reading these keys, uh, I don't feel like I want to break out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I want to go and be with whoever is doing this. Doing that. I yeah. Sit down with them yeah. and have a meal. Yeah, I can live like this the rest of my days. I think if I could just kind of summarize what I hope we convey in this podcast. When you find yourself distracted or really wanting to entertain the possibility of a new food plan or exercise plan or weight loss plan, Mm -hmm. ask God, what, what are your thoughts about that? God, he cares anything that has caused you as much struggle and consternation and challenge and heartache Mm -hmm. as food, body, eating, weight, clothing size, et cetera. He definitely cares about. So ask him, ask him, God, is this food plan from you for me? Mm -hmm. 
Because the last thing he's going to do is lead you to do something where you feel like you're chafing from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. You're not the boss of me, God. You can't make me. Yeah, you can't make me. No, he's going to invite you into something that is a relief that brings your body, soul, mind, and spirit. I love that. That really is freedom. And that really is what we want for the rest of our days, for the rest of our days. I mean, I can, I can totally sustain this. And of course we don't have to be perfect. We can let go of that extreme thinking that somehow we have to do all these things perfectly. Sounds of the hallelujah chorus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I love it. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us. Heidi and I are going to go out to lunch now. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to practice all of these keys. Thank you so much for being here today. Yes, so and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time on Thin Within. Oh, the go. Yay, the crowd goes wild. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye-bye.